Hey, everybody. Uh, in case you're wondering uh, why it's just me, uh, today we're going to do a best of episode of the Collective Podcast. Joe and Jerry have the week off. I'm taking the week off. Uh, basically because we need to just recharge our batteries. We've been doing marathon podcasts, as, as you can see. And first of all, uh, we want to thank each and every one of you for making last week's episode, The Ladies of Lilith, the most listened to episode of the season. Uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we couldn't have done this without you. And please continue to listen to the Collective Podcast. So today we're going to do a best of Collective Podcast episode. And what does that mean? Uh, basically, you're listening to me right now uh, in the opening, and we're going to be re-uploading a previous episode from the past, uh, one of our lesser-known episodes from early in the Collective Podcast, uh, I guess, series, if you would call it, early in 2018, 2019, around that time. We did a series called Tales from the Filmmakers, where we took a film that I made, and we reanalyze it and Jerry asks me questions uh, about the pre-production, the production, the, con the conceptualization and everything in between and then afterwards what we do is we watch the movie, we do a little bit of director's commentary, Jerry still asks me questions and you guys can watch along too. Uh, to watch along with the film when we get to that point you guys go to Caputo Collective Productions on YouTube and on the search bar on the page type in Mind Vision. Uh, and you'll see the actual film and with the commentary. So, And that's the episode that we're going to do today, is Tales from the Filmmakers, Mind Vision. And it's, again, it's a best of episode. But first, before we get to that, I want to thank everybody again. Uh, please take a moment to go on nightsboard.com where you can sign up. It's a social media page for content creators, for nerds like us, uh, where we can go and nerd out on everything Star Wars, Marvel, Dungeons and Dragons, anything your heart's desire is on there. If you're a content creator, you can upload your stuff on there. We have a store. If you look in the sell stuff, uh, just contact um, the people that run the page and you'll be able to get your stuff sold on there as well. And there's blogging. I blog on there too about uh, the upcoming film that me and Game Master Craig are making and just about uh, everything in between. You can listen to this podcast as well. If you want to listen to this podcast, you can listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, any other app that you can find a podcast on, we're on. And again, Night's Board, uh, please listen to uh, Three Ugly Guys. We're supposed to be on there so uh, soon, so you can look out for that episode. We'll drop it on the Facebook page. Find us on Facebook at The Collective Podcast. Find us also on YouTube, Caputo Collective. And, yeah, Instagram, Caputo Collective. Uh, listen, uh, like us also on Awake Movie Film on Instagram, where you can follow all along the process of us making this film that we're making. All right, so thanks, everybody. Remember, best of Mind Vision. And let's get to some sponsors, and then we'll get to the episode. Hey everybody, this is Craig Loigren, and you all listening to the Collective Podcast with Christian and Jerry. Listen right here and hashtag get that leg. Hashtag get that leg, get that leg. again this is the big milestone jerry it's the 10th episode of the podcast i still can't believe that christian i can't even believe that we even made it this far um but yeah we have a very special 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 episode today it's the return of tales of the filmmakers Ooh. and how uh good it is that it wound up lining up like this because Last week, we just celebrated the fifth anniversary of Caputo Collective's first film under the company name Mind Vision. And as promised... There's so many things we have to talk oh, about yeah. on this one. And as promised from our Black Sun episode, we will be traveling back to discuss everything from development, pre-production, production, the difficult post-production, my personal life affecting the film's release, 
Jerry's first time producing. Oh, and yes. Of course, Too many our, stories in that one. Of course, our wonderful watch-along. But first, I just want to uh, name some things real quick before we dive right into it. Uh, Craig Voitrin, great, great episode. So much fun to interview him. Shout out to Fuzz on the Lens for uh, sharing the... Uh, yes, that was amazing most- of you guys to do. We couldn't appreciate it anymore, and the support is just inevitable from you, and we will still continue to support anything that you guys do in your endeavors. Oh, and of course. And uh, so, going over some uh, things real quick... Um, on YouTube, on the Caputo Collective page, I just released, at this point, it will be like two weeks old, but first looks uh, at uh, reaction trailers. Uh, I did a reaction video to the Star Trek Season 2 Discovery video. Right. I also did reaction to the Glass trailer. So those are up if you want guys to take a look and comment and argue with me about Star Trek lore and how I'm done. I'm in every comment. Oh, yeah. I'm his and, biggest um, fan. So this is, this is dropping in August. This episode. So last week, at the time that you're hearing this, was the first episode of Collective Gaming. It was uh, Maniac Mansion. Uh, next week, we're having a big Sonic week at Collective Gaming. Ooh. Uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I hope I'm not invited. Oh, yeah. Well, you, you, you might be there. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on Collective Gaming. And then after that is going to be another podcast, which hopefully maybe we'll have a guest, maybe we'll do topic, maybe we'll do something else, who knows? But yeah, but I'm we're dropping loads of content on the uh, YouTube page, and yeah, so that's we uh, do what we do, people. So uh, uh, before we go, follow us on uh, Facebook at uh, Caputo Collective Productions, Collective Podcast, also on Facebook, on Twitter, Caputo Collective. Um, yeah. And a subscribe. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, so, Jerry, I'm going to have you take it away, just like last time. You'll be picking my brain, trying to get all the so stuff that's going on. So that means you don't have regrets from when I hosted on the last one? No, no regrets. I'm no, sure no. you will on this well, one. Well, I definitely will, because Jerry, as I said before, is going to be... He was there, obviously, for everything that we're going to talk about. But he wasn't there in my brain about all the development you sure about that? Well, I don't know. But uh, figuring out what was going on in my crazy brain and everything that's going on. He was just there for the production and pre-production and everything. But what really was going on in my brain? This is what's going on for the podcast. And then after this, we're going to have a nice little watch-along, which will be split into two videos if uh, you want. I have my nice production Bible right here, so I have stuff to refer to. And now, just, now I'm going to shut up because I'm rambling. So, Jerry... Take it away. I think that one of the best things we have to refer to on this is how we auditioned the people that we got to go on Mind Vision for it. I totally forgot. No. Um, so we had two actors. It was a two. It was a two to three person uh, actors. It was two or three actors. With you playing like an extra in one of the scenes. Okay. Well, five. If you, yeah. If you want to count five, because we had uh, we had our DP, uh, Michael House. We had um, our, uh, we had me as an extra. Glenn. Uh, Glenn was, uh, I forget the character's name already. That's why I have my binder with me. We had Glenn, uh, who played, um, who played John. And we had... Glasses Man. Glasses Man. Glasses Man. Glasses Man. Uh, we had Glenn. Oh, look at that face. Yeah, and we had... Uh, John Wall. There we go, John Wall. Who was our, <laughs> I never knew his last name yeah. until just now. So it's just funny. It's House, <laughs> it's House and Wall. But they they were the two main characters. House and Wall. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. we, we need a moment of just silence and dedication to that right now. Alright, we'll, okay. we'll give it ten <laughs> seconds. But yeah, but we had those two actors involved in um, this process. I'll go over... I'll go over that real quick before I move on. But we also had, um, in her first role, her only role, it was uh, my cousin Elizabeth. She was, uh, let's see, that was, this was 2013, right? So she was, she was 11 at the time. Oh, wow. And we had her come. It, it was funny because she, she, she went to a Taylor Swift concert uh, the night before. So she came home like 2 in the morning. <laughs> and uh, as her mom joked around with me on a, when she texted me, oh, yeah, we're on our way, was, and she didn't require much makeup for, for the role, but I'm just kidding. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that point. But, yeah, 
They auditioned um, in, in my backyard, same same way as Black Sun. I know. Yeah. That was like our first time really trying oh, to do yeah, auditions yeah. and stuff too. Uh, I don't quite remember like how the auditions went. Other people, for some reason. Maybe it's because it's the, the time of... There was, a, there was a couple I liked here and there. Yeah. I felt like for those two at the time when we were like picking who was going to be best for the Mind Vision roles... They had the chemistry for some reason. I felt like it worked in that dynamic. One of them had a, a Power Rangers shirt, right? That's yes. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was Glenn. Glenn. Glenn had the Power Rangers shirt. That, that's what I remember. Yeah, they auditioned. It was really good. Uh, I chose them. This is uh, we auditioned them in around like I want to say May. I want to say yeah. May because we shot it in July. It was or, either April. Or May. Like mid July. Yeah, it was like it was like mid July, which is why we're up to the anniversary. But yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's what we did. There was, uh, there, there was something interesting that happened during, like, the filming of it. So, we had to, if I'm not mistaken, get rid of the air condition for the noise purposes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, how long, if you can remember, we were filming without air condition? Because you have to think, this was, like, the summer of, uh, the summer for July. I'm gonna say a solid 90 degrees throughout, like, the area. Well, it was 90 degrees outside. We yeah. had to turn the air conditioner off because of, um... You know, because the sound was getting into the camera and microphone. But, um, I think we're jumping ahead too quick. Like, uh, I think people want to know, like, how I came up with the idea. Before we get really into deep into the production of, uh, the craziness that was on the day of the set of everything. The idea is always in production. Oh, yeah, well, I always came up with the idea. But, for development, it's crazy. All you people out there that, uh, that know, uh, Creepypasta... Uh, if you go on those forums, it's where, like, they came up with Slenderman and um, all those other cryptozoology. You were obsessed with the Slenderman Oh, I'm one. still obsessed with Slenderman. Um, you showed it to me, like, five times. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, when that was happening. Uh, but, uh, um, so, like, they have, like, all, like, video game-related creepypasta creepy stories. Example would be um, Pokemon the Lavender Town theme. They had to change the theme because it was making kids kill each other, like, commit suicide and murders and stuff. That was an interesting story. But one story popped up for me, which was really interesting. And I said, wow, this could be a really good story for a movie. Was there was a haunted Legend of Zelda cartridge. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> uh, everybody uh, knows I'm a big Legend of Zelda fan. And what it was, was the story was called Ben Drown. Now it's coming back to me. Yeah, so that's what the story was. And, uh, sorry, I'm taking a drink. And, um... Drink, so drink, basically drink. the story was was this guy uh, either he bought the cartridge or he got a cartridge of Majora's Mask and it had a file on it already called Ben. So he deleted the file and what happened was just the game started glitching and very weird things but the but the thing became self-aware and started referring to the, to the uh, person that was playing the game telling them all these creepy stuff and then the person just disappeared or died. So I said wow. I was like, this is, a, this is an interesting idea for a story. And this was like 2011, I started writing the script. And that was the start of like the time where my life was falling apart. But that's we'll get to that a little later. There once was a story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that was the original concept for it. And the script went through like two or three different um, versions before I actually got to it. I only thought two. I didn't think more than that. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like... Um, so like the script was, uh, it basically had the same, uh, ideas to it, but it had some weird, crazy concepts that I, that I put in it. Like, um, I put a little bit of like what happened in my life into the story, like, um, some crazy stuff. So like, as the guy, as the main character was starting to go crazy within the, within the movie, yeah, I started to come up with some weird concepts from what I saw in my life. For example, um, I don't know how we were going to do this, but I had it like he was driving in like a wooded area and it would have been near Wolfspound Park where, I, where this actually happened to me. And you know the story. Oh, and how convenient. Oh, At yeah. the time, it was like five minutes away from my house. Oh, yeah, well, you you know the story because I told you, but um, crazy, crazy things happened at night was I was coming home from my friend's house. This was, I want to say 2009, 2008. Might have been... No, it was 2007. And I was half awake and my mom was driving me. And you know when you're half awake, you're in that daze? 
Oh yeah. Um. So call last night. Oh yeah. So like, I I have my eyes are open. I'm like half awake, and all of a sudden I see this thing run across the street. It had no torso. And it was the first Staten Island deer. Yeah, and no, it had no torso. It had two pair of legs. All that we saw was a pair of legs run across the street. Get that leg? Yeah, get that leg. <laughs> so, uh, so I turn to my mom and I go, hey, you know, I don't want to, like, say anything, but, like, did you see a pair of legs run across the street? And she goes, I don't want to say anything neither, but I did see a pair of legs. Oh, God. So, just like that, I really wanted to get into, like, the psych- psychological of the character. And how that was done. Um, another one was he was trying to bury the game in the woods. I don't think um, I heard this one. Yeah, th- this was another one. No, no, he wasn't trying to bury the game in the woods. He was in the woods. And I think he was trying to bury it. This was another crazy concept I came up with. And he started going crazy that he saw a pixelated character out in the woods. Like It, it was a video game character. It, it, it was a video game sprite. Yeah. And it was beckoning him to follow him. And in the game, I don't remember if the character. Well, when we watch it, I'll, I'll pop, I'll pick it up. But um, the, the 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 name that was on the cartridge, I'm just gonna refer to it as Ben. Was um, that sprite was beckoning him to follow him. So as he was burying the cartridge, he's looking at the sprite and he's going crazy. And I I sound crazy doing spiting this right now, but he follows it, and the sprite leads him to the gravesite. Of the person that died playing the game. Ooh. Yeah. That was one of the concepts. I didn't it's a know, nice idea. I didn't know how I was going to... how I was. Gonna I think it. I should steal it. Yeah. Vote yes or no on the comments. Yeah, put yes or no on the comments below. But that was one That was one concept, crazy concept I came up with. Another one was... Um, which you're going to see remnants of in the movie. Which we're going to get into that when we get, in, when we get into the post. But another one was he gets sucked into the video game. At the end. He gets sucked into it, and then he and then he falls down like one of those pits and dies, and then he die, and then he like flatlines. It's like he, it's like a never ending dream. Oh yeah, really messed up stuff. And you could tell like in my life what was going on. I was coming up with like dark things that were that were like how how many ways how I could kill this character. It would have been green screened and stuff. But um, see, I, I want to ask you a question, Andre. Since oh you, baby, you, since these tales of filmmakers. Uh, Things are always questioning me. When I came to you with the idea, and this was in the embryonic stages of you and me working with each other, this might have been like the third or fourth year we started working with each other. But what was your, what was your mindset when I asked you, Jerry? I want let's make a movie. I'm always willing to see how the idea comes to life. So even if it's something I'm not as much into, I'll always be willing to take the chance and see like if it's gonna prosper, if it's gonna develop into something that. It, that it would be relatable for people to watch. Yeah. So, like, when I told you the idea, you must have been looking at me like... I was looking at you like, Christian, you are fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) No, but what did you think of it, like, when I presented you, like, the video game idea? I thought it was an interesting concept. I mean, one of my secret favorite movies is Videodrome. Mm. So I was always, like, encaptured by the aesthetics of that movie for its time. I think it was made, like, in 83 or 84. That sounds about right. Yeah, so I was, like, really impressed with how the storyline was and it kind of gave me that that feel when you first uh, said the idea to me so i wanted to see how it would be redefined in you know the 2013 setting at the time hmm. so so when i asked you everything started getting into motion and then i do want to do a quick backstory uh retreading back to um that this was 2011 when i wrote the script and then i f- finished the script like 2012 somewhere around that and then, like, this around the time, like, I graduated film school. Right. And I was just very, like, depressed. I really wasn't hanging out with anybody because I couldn't find a job. And I was just very, like, I, I, I was a I, I, I recluse. Now, you want to know how you were hitting the low point? Yeah. When you were filming stuff for Broken Records magazine with oh, me. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> Seeing my very cringy interviews. And I, yeah. I actually looked at a couple of them recently. Yeah. And I was saying, like, I had no delivery or no charisma in front of the camera at the time. Maybe that's a tales for the filmmakers. Exactly. Oh, that, that should be a whole other thing, too. Oh, yeah. No, but... Um, Hashtag yeah, Cody you were, Simpson. You were... Yeah, yeah, that was our first interview. You were you you were kind of depressed. I was, like, deeply, like, depressed. But, um... So then, like, I got forced back into going to school in late 2012. And then I wound up finding a job. I still remember that. Yeah, then I wound up finding a job in the city. Then I quit school and I worked there for a little bit as a freelancer 
editing and going on sets and stuff. Um, I worked with um, uh, some of the members from The Chew. Yes, I remember you saying that. that. But then that was the point when I said, okay, I can financially make a movie now. And then we went into, and then we met with uh, Michael House, who was the uh, DP for our movie. And I think it was March 2nd. Oh yeah, I remember. Cause didn't we meet at Starbucks around that? Yeah, we met. We met at. We met at Starbucks in New York. In New York, and then, um, and then, and then we went to uh, a con- like you had like a band band show that way. when I was still doing that. Yeah, and then you, you and me went to Papa. Was it Papa? No, it, it it was Little Caesars, and we had like that was the, the same day. Yeah, that, that was. The oh my god! <laughs> but um, yeah. So and then we tried to get finan- financing and. You you can tell that part of the story, Jerry. Trying to get get the financing for that, for this. For well, this. It w- you know, it went nowhere when we still had to pay out of pocket by the end of it. There, like we were trying to do. I think we tried the Indiegogo thing on that particular yeah, project. Yeah, nothing, nothing, nothing. And absolutely nothing. I think what what was it, like five hundred dollars. Yeah, or something? that's all we put down was. For I think we got dollars. maybe like eighty or ninety bucks. Yeah, that wasn't a. That wasn't a. Because we, I think we promised we were gonna do half of it like crowdfunding and half of it out of us. Yeah, which I'll get into the budget on the binder in a, in a little bit. But then we tried to do um, tried to do a movie uh, um, not a, a movie night at at the cup. Oh, now for, it's really uh, coming back to me. For Cinco de Mayo. Oh, shout out to Bobby. He's I don't know if you saw his Facebook. He's looking good, man. Yeah. He, yeah. He got skinny. He's a skinny. Oh, uh, French fry. Good, good for him. But uh, he. Uh, I see him all the time at McDonald's. We'll put it that way. Oh God. But uh, we uh, we 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 tried to do Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Avengers because that was the popular thing at the time. Oh the yeah. And I still and, like that movie. And then we saw um, Wayne's World. That those were the three movies we were going to have for Cinco de Mayo, and we were going to get like a, a cut of the of the door or something. Right. Like that. That didn't work out. And then we decided, fuck it, we'll just pay out of pocket. We'll do it live. Yeah, we'll do it live. Um, uh, the locations I actually negotiated for uh, GameStop when when it was on New Dark Lane. Or Game Champ? Was it Game Champ? Or GameStop? G- Game Champ. Game Champ, yeah. That was kind of easy for you, right? Yeah, I just walked in. Saying, I was going to say, like, you didn't have too much of a problem with that. I, if anything, I felt like you had more problems with Georgie's apartment than that. Oh, good lord. Yeah, I don't want to go into a rant about Georgie's, uh, Georgie's apartment and, and other things. That would be... If I, if I, if I drink enough, I'll, I'll start ranting. <laughs> He's getting drunk off the Cokes without the Jack. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, yeah, we had, we, had, we had Georgie's apartment in the Tyson's apartments and i slept overnight that i night. still remember that yeah it was... and i'm kind of looking at you like chris are you sure you really want to do that like right before like why what was your no i was kind of looking at you like you're only about 15 20 minutes away yeah but the problem was was and i don't want to speak ill about about george but like he has a tendency to forget and i wanted to like make sure like okay i'm in the apartment yeah and if I'm in the apartment, I'm there, and that's the location, and I'm there, and I'm in there, and nothing can go wrong, because I'm there. Exactly. Unlike if I went, when I was, uh, if I was home and I drove to the apartment and he wasn't there, and there was no way to get into the apartment, and I put money on this and everything, and we couldn't get in, that would have been quite an issue. So I figured if I was sitting in there, there would be no way it can go wrong. Didn't we still start late on the first day? Yeah, we started late on the first day because... <laughs> I think uh, I think Glenn was late or something like Glenn that. Glenn was late. John was a little late. He was like 15 minutes late. Glenn was over an hour late, House, I think. House had a massive stomach virus yeah. on set. But he was there before both of them. Yeah, that was the he funny had, he part. Had, he literally... We had to cut the day in half, in short. Right. Because he had a massive stomach virus on set. Panicking. Me panicking. But, but but we'll get into the, you handle that pretty yeah, well though. Well, let's let, let's get into the production day and see. Um, and let me open up my production bible to see uh, exactly what uh what happened. So I'll get into the budget real quick. If I can find the budget. Okay. Christian, your glasses have to go more down your nose as you're reading it. Here's there my, you uh, go. Here's my stick figures. Like of, a real accountant. Here's my stick figures of uh. So yeah, so the crew was supposed to arrive at eight thirty in the morning. They didn't get there till like ten. Yeah. That literally cut into my uh, my schedule because at nine thirty to 
ten fifteen, we were supposed to shoot the night scene. Oh right. Um, yeah. Because yeah, you were kind of working backwards. Yeah, I, I was think. working backwards because the first day I was shooting without my cousin. Yeah. Then that was the second day on the Sunday I was shooting with my cousin. Uh, the pictures of the apartment. Oh, permits. I have the permits. All your selfies are in there. Yeah, Four Walls House. Uh, is that his resume? No, this is his, uh, this is a, uh, this is a, um, what the hell is this? Oh, this is a contract between me and, uh. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. This is a contract for, uh, us to shoot at, um, GameStop. Oh, nice. Yeah. But we did, uh, the first day was so hot. Yes. We had to turn the air conditioner off, still. And in between shots, I kept the air on. But there's one thing that, um, it's funny, is my friend George doesn't believe in turning on air conditioning. So if it's like 100 degrees out, good thing for him is his, his apartment is right is located right on the fire escape. He just sleeps out in the fire escape at night. I never knew yeah, that. Yeah, he just sleeps. He, he refuses to turn the air conditioner on. <laughs> I mean, you have it at that point. It's money. He doesn't want to spend money. And that's that's the thing. He'll sit there. He'll sit there in nighttime. It could be pitch black out. He'll sit there. He'll sit there, still be awake. Maybe on his computer, all the lights will be off. Because he just doesn't want to... He just doesn't want to spend money. He's cheap. I'm, I'm no bones about it. He's cheap. But when I told him we were turning the air on, it was just... He was like, why do you mean turn the air on? I have to turn the air on. George is like, that's not in the budget. But yeah, but so to um, some of the scenes, which um, out of context here, but when we get into the watch along, I'll explain it a little better, is that we have to block out the windows. Yes. With garbage bags. For like sound purposes. Yeah, for no, for lighting and for sound purposes. And anybody that does filmmaking knows that lights are hot. So oh, yeah. picture it's 90 degrees outside. Inside you have... Let's see, you had House, uh, you, the two actors, myself, at the time. So, uh, this was day one. So, you had five people in the apartment. Um, I don't want to say big people, because there weren't really heavy set people. Um, but my, yeah. my Macklemore shirt on. Yeah, oh yeah, your Macklemore shirt on. Shout out, Macklemore. Everybody was sweating. It must have been 120 degrees in there. It, it was a sweatshop. Yeah. We couldn't open up the windows. We had all the fans on. We, I, Georgie had uh, portable fans. And we were sweating. You, you, your, your shirt was pretty much wet. House was dying because he, because he was dehydrated. Right. He, we, I remember you bought him like a six pack of Gatorade, and he was like, Oh chugging. yeah, yeah. He was chugging them because he was so dehydrated. Yeah, I think I ran out to the store yeah, or something. Yeah, I, I was just sick. I, I was starting to get sick that day. In the aftermath, everybody was going to hear the aftermath on that. And we shot, we did half a day. We shot around two. And then I went home and took a shower. And then I came back to the apartment. Still hot. Still air conditioning. Didn't you sleep over the next night too? Yeah, I slept over the next night too. Oh my and, god. And, they get and then I went out to a party in Brooklyn that yeah. night. But uh, one of the shots we did was uh, we had to shoot the TV. First, and then we had my cousin yes. do, and we we bought, we didn't buy a green screen because we had to cut it up. And I know this is sounding a little jumbled, but when when it's gonna get a little organized in a minute, we had to buy spandex, <laughs> green spandex to achieve the effect. Only for that my reasons. You're not gonna see on the film because when I get to pre post post production, you'll get why. Um, we had to shoot the TV, and then we had to shoot a whole bunch of things. Getting into the second day, we ha we now had eight bodies. Yeah, because your because uh, we had your cousin we had, was there. We had you, we had me, we had House, we had the two actors, we had my cousin, we had Alyssa, the makeup artist. <laughs> yeah, she did a great job. Elizabeth and then my mom. So we had nine people. We had nine people on set. Hot. It's hot. All the windows are closed. I was waiting for football season. I was literally so dehydrated and so dead that House had to take over directing because I was literally lying lying on the floor like. Uh, I don't remember that part yeah. ironically. 
Yeah, no, you don't, you don't remember me like looking down with my head no. in, in my face like I'm so hot. Wow, that's nuts, man. So the second day we shot most of my cousin's stuff, which she was she was really great for someone that was that was 11, didn't really have a lot of acting chops. She was the demon that was in the tele that was in the game that came out. And yeah, we could have done a lot more um, stuff with it, but when we get into post production, I'll, uh, I'll I'll get I'll get into that. But some disasters on set. Um, some lights didn't work, I remember. Yeah, one light was flickering one, or something. One light was flickering. Uh, House always brings, like, two cameras with him. That's one thing he's yeah. very good at. So, like, one camera, one camera's battery was completely shot. Like, no, no, no matter how many times you charged it, it didn't, it didn't charge right. What type of camera did he have at the time? He had a, um, he had a, uh, DSLR camera. Got it. And that's how I wanted to shoot it. Yeah, more that's like vintage-esque. Yeah. yeah, I wanted it. I wanted one shot to have a fisheye lens. So got it. For him, that I remember a lot. Yeah, about for it. him, him it was. Um, he said DSLR cameras. So he had two DSLR cameras, and one camera. I don't remember. Remember if it wasn't working or if we, or if it was the um, the battery wasn't working. But that, I was hot. I was half dead. My cousin was working on maybe two hours of sleep. So in between... Oh, because of the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, so she was literally lying in creep, lying in, in Georgie's creepy bed. Uh, the reason why I say creepy bed is because if you've ever been to a, to like a convict, not convict as in like a crim, criminal, I mean like a convict as in like church. Right. And the priest has those like single beds. Georgie had a single bed because he didn't want to spend money. He's had it, he's had it since he was... He's had that bed since he was 13. <laughs> so like, so she was lying oh, in, in his single bed, sleeping while Alyssa was doing the makeup on her, and you'll see that in, in the movie as well when we do the watch along. And then, yeah, and then you you were working on two hours sleep and you were dead. I kind of managed, but I was yeah. not in the best of moods. Yeah, you were not in the best of moods. Cause I was in a Brooklyn party the night before, and. I wasn't drunk, but like I definitely had my fair share. You were happy. Yes, I was a I was a happy boy. You were a happy boy. You were a happy boy. <laughs> so I wake up and I see on my clock it's like seven thirty, and I was supposed to be there like in a half hour. I was only five minutes late, and you did a really good. And you still bought coffee with you. Yeah. So that that was I got to tell you was was if anybody out there needs a really good producer, Jerry is a really good producer, and for his first time producing. I got I got coffee. I think I got donuts for people yeah, you, too. Yeah, you you got you got co got donuts. Even though I I I had bagels too, leftovers from the night right. before. <laughs> that was just ridiculous. And um, butter all, already melted from the room. Oh yeah, butter was already melted. It's gonna come back to me as as we uh, as we do the watch along. But that that's all the stuff the two days. And then we shot at GameStop, which he didn't remember. The guy didn't remember. Oh remember yeah, that? The guy I did remember, not remember that. Yeah, shoot there. So we only had a small corner. Of the uh, of the restaurant of the restaurant oh my god of the um, <laughs> game champ of restaurant. the game champ yeah and we were only shoot we oh only I have shoot a funny story yeah go ahead. okay so remember I was wearing my Wu Tang shirt yeah and you wanted me to do a scene I'm like Christian what about copyrights what if we get sued if it's oh, on yeah, yeah. and I was freaking out I'm like plus me be me being on like four hours of sleep but still though yeah well at least you with the bartender in Black Sun <laughs> there you go yeah. but um. Good things come to those who wait. Yeah, so we had, we had my, I was playing one character and then House was playing another character, which he did a better job than I did. I was just, I was dead. You could see in the movie, like, I have, like, almost mountain manish beard. My hair was long. My you, eyes were I sunken I do remember in. that. My hair was, I mean, my eyes were sunken in. I was just not in a good place. Excuse me. And then, um, and then we shot there. And then that was it. Then that was a wrap. It was a very hard... If I had to compare Black Sun shooting with Mind Vision shooting, because Black Sun was really hard shooting as well, because it was a difficult shoot too, I would pick Black Sun over. Mind oh Vision yeah. Because um, we felt like we really challenged ourselves yeah. on Black Sun. And then the next day, that Monday. Oh, because I was supposed Lord. to interview Hawthorne Heights. Yeah. And you were my cameraman for I was that. The camera guy. And I was still so exhausted from Saturday, from Friday. Sleeping over that day, Saturday, Sunday. And you probably didn't get much sleep because I didn't of that get hot. Much sleep. That you came to my house, 
and you didn't know where I was. And my mom's like, he's in the backyard. And I was on all, all fours, like throwing up in the backyard. Yeah. Because I, I was so, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was, I caught something from house or if it was just, it was just, I was so dead. I was dead. And then later that day, Georgie came over. <laughs> and of all things. And then we lost power. I remember Because that. it was that hot out. And I'm like, oh my god, and I'm on all. Because my parents told me after. Yeah. And I'm on all fours throwing up, and 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 I'm trying to, and the house is hot. And I'm sitting outside, and the pool is the pool water is warm, so you can't even jump in the pool to cool off. And I'm just miserable, I'm just miserable. And I didn't know how this movie was gonna come out. I was just half dead. It was ridiculous. I think we forgot to mention that. Yeah. We forgot to shoot uh, to shoot the last. Yes, scene. that's right. That's right. So we when we got into post production, and we started yeah. editing, um, the stuff. We went to houses, houses, house. house. <laughs> um, which that was also difficult too. Trying to get him motivated was very uh, difficult. Um, not to speak bad about him, he was a great guy. He's a great photographer and stuff. He's a good friend. He was punctual though, even yeah. when like. Yeah. He, he was punctual for when he needed to be accountable for. Yeah. Well, the one thing of is, those is, things. He's a great guy. I love him. I think he's one of the best DPs on set now. And even though he doesn't live here anymore, he, he lives in Florida. Oh, he's still in Florida. Yeah, he lives in Florida. Wow. I, I think with, the, with his girlfriend, he lives in Florida. He does freelance down there. He makes good money. He worked at um, Huffington Post for a little yes. bit. Um, I think right after. Yeah, right, right after. No, what happened was the reason why we couldn't finish post-production with him and I'll get to that in a minute was because he got the job at Huffington Post and right. he couldn't do anything but he was sick and he was having I, I he either got diverticulitis or like some some something with his intestines wasn't right and he was in the hospital I remember vaguely so he was in the hospital that. every other week yeah kids this is a filmmaking you, you kids you want to get into filmmaking this is what you're going to deal with um yeah, not as not as happy go lucky as the Black Sun one, right? Um, but it, it did it didn't deter me from making movies. It, it just motivated me more. It really motivated us for Black yeah. Sun, but because um, we were like fresh out of that yeah. in terms of like when we wrapped up, yeah. because well, we almost got into a film festival and we weren't happy with the final product, and yeah. we kind of looked at that as like, oh wow, I feel like we can really make something happen. Yeah, well, getting getting almost to that point, then it was September and October. We tried to get no, Mark no, 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 sorry, no, sorry. It, it was August we, we started post-production. Yeah. And then uh, this is also getting into my personal life, too. It was uh, September. My, <laughs> Mine was pretty shitty oh at that my point. God. September, my parents went away. And I had two job interviews, which didn't go anywhere. Um, then I didn't get a job. And then I came back. And my dad just had enough. He was like, you have to stop this filmmaking stuff. It was You're not going anywhere with it, even though, like... You know, I just made a movie, and he started yelling at me, calling me like, you know, it's a hobby, it's not a, whatever. And it was, it was a splash of cold water on me. Like I, I, I felt at the time I was angry, but at the same time I felt like a great weight was lifted off of yeah. me. So I went back. So at that point I started to go back to school. That was that January. So like, and again in the timeline, so we're in October now, and we're still editing. And then House tells me he can't edit anymore. So he gives it to his friend. Mark. Mark. He couldn't figure out what to do with it. Something with the conversion from uh, Final yeah, Cut Yeah, he to... was having a lot of problems with it for whatever yeah, reason. Yeah, converting from Final Cut to Premiere is not easy. Um, especially Final Cut 10, which I hate Final Cut 10 with a passion. That's why I converted Premier to... Premiere has been working well with yeah, us, man. Yeah, that's why I converted over to Premiere. Because it was just... It's so much easier. It's I started editing on Final Cut Pro 6, and then 7 was the same thing. It was just an updated version. Then they jumped to 10, which was just like, I just wanted to shoot myself. Because um, it was a whole new... They built they rebuilt it from the ground up. Right. It was just ridiculous. And then November hits, and Mark's like, I can't figure it out. Like, I can't do it. So hey. I'm flipping out. We just finished writing Black Sun. Yeah. So we have to get into pre-production of Black Sun in January. Like, January, we have to get, in, get into pre-production. Like, now. Um, and Ian, Ian's like, well, what are you doing with Mind Vision? You gotta finish that before we get into, into Black Sun. And he's driving, he was driving us nuts. And I, and, you know, I really was trying to focus and on And I Black fell Sun. asleep on the couch. And you fell asleep on the couch. <laughs> um, so then we went to, uh, 
Colmar, John, John Colmar, who's also a great... Shout out John Colmar. Yeah, who's also a great... Um, he owns his own company. Yes. In, in the city. He does great graphical work. He does great... He did um, music videos, which... Knarf yeah, music videos. Yeah, Knarf movie. What was the show he did in the basement? I forget the name of it, but he had a big installment, and I think it lasted, like, multi-season. Yeah. And he had some pretty big names on it. He had, like, Atlantic Avenue, yeah. which was a big pop-punk band at the time. Patton Pending has been on it a couple times, I think. He's he did he did a lot of good work with that. Also, his music videos are oh, second to notch. none. Top second notch. to none. His music videos rival like the like I, I say professional, but like the people like like the big, the big, uh, mind uh, mind vision, the big music video, the mainstream music. Videos. Oh yeah. Um. So I gave it to him, and he edited it. It was good, but I just got so frustrated. Um. At the end, we were watching it. And there was one scene that was missing. He didn't. He didn't do my cousin coming out of the television. Right. And at that point, I was just so angry that we couldn't get the movie done. I just said, "Fuck it, we'll just as is," because I had to get into Black Sun, and I knew Black Sun was going to be the superior movie anyway. Exactly. So we did that, and uh, we released it. And I put it. In, I put it into a bunch of film festivals. Um, it almost got into, like, Dragon Con. Yes, and yeah. I was pretty shocked about that. I was pretty shocked, too. Um, this is around the time I was in school, so this was very, like, I was just very, very, not depressed, but I was coming out of my depression and getting more into, like, okay, we can do this. You were trying to do a balancing act. I was trying to do a I, I think I, I think I succeeded in doing, doing a, bal- a balancing act, too. Um, so what, what are your thoughts on, like, the final film the way it came out it surprised me in some aspects i thought the acting between glenn and john was very impressive in some of the scenes Mm -hmm. uh when they were having like their arguments back and forth and it got pretty hostile Mm -hmm. i really liked how that came about i think that was some of the best parts of the movies they're angry they're angry yelling they're like was really good they built well one one, one of the things that uh i can that i told them to do beforehand while, hang out with each other, yeah, I think. Yeah, while, while we were doing rehearsals, was that I wanted them to hang out with each other so they built, like, a, even even if they stopped talking to each other after the film, which I don't think they did, I think they still hang out with each other, is I wanted him, I wanted them to be friends in real life because that would build off of yeah, each other. the tension. And the tension. Um, I gave them that tip. Oh, um, some other things was when they were sitting at the table, I said to them, I said, use the table. I said, the table is a third character in the scene. It's you, it's you two, it's the food on the table, and it's the table itself. Those are characters in itself. And I said, be playful with it. They listened to me, they were playful. Yeah, that, yeah. that kitchen scene ended yeah. up being very good. As a director, you have to use things that you have on camera, not just, or else you're just static, just two people. Also, I have to give you this, mm-hmm. the placement that you had of, like, the nerd stuff, like, oh, yeah. throughout the scenes. I give you a lot of credit in terms of how that was, like, displayed throughout, like, the whole movie. Well, it's funny. With that, too, and with um, the scenes where they were playing with each other, Qu- Quentin Tarantino, and, and I think it's Quentin Tarantino, if you watch all of his movies, every, there's always a scene where the main characters are, are eating. Yeah. Uh, whether it be in Glorious Bastards, which is the famous scene with the Christoph Waltz, he's, he's eating, um, uh, uh, he's eating a cream, uh, like a strudel cream, and uh, cream. Um, the opening of Pulp Fiction, they're in the deli. The famous, oh, yes. scene, the famous scene with Samuel Jackson and John Travolta with, with the hamburger. Right. Yeah, so like, I, if I give any inspiring directors advice is always be playful with the characters and the props that you have because you know it makes it seem more real for sure um yeah so then we we didn't get into any film festivals and i just like i didn't disown the movie i just like ignored it i was like yeah i did my vision it's okay but a lot of people liked it like a lot of our friends liked it it yeah i was pretty shocked as far as like how the reactions were because even though like they admitted it was kind of like subpar in a few ways they actually thought the concept was pretty accurate and they asked me they said did did i have any ideas for like a follow-up 
And I did. Whoa. I did. I did. Um, it was never going to get made because it would have been too much. And me, I, I tend to like overdo my scripts and stuff. So the idea for the sequel was it wasn't going to be a rehash. Like, you know how people do like horror movies. It's a rehash of the same thing. Yeah. My, my idea was um, a failing video game company needs a big hit. Need mm. to hit. Or else, I don't think you told me this. Yeah, or else they're gonna go. Uh, well, I think at the end of it, you'll 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 remember. Um, it needed a big hit, or else it was going to go under. So my idea was, somebody goes, well, we have to find a re- people love retro. People love retro games, and the Mind Vision game was a old Nintendo cartridge. So I said, people are now starting to get into retro games, starting to get into video game collecting. So I said, this video game company now finds the Mind Vision cartridge and says, wow, what a great game. Let's repurpose it and, and up and take it apart, retrofit it, uh, go into the metadata, pull it out, and make a modernized version of the game. Well, in doing so, while the development was going on, creepy shit was going on, um, in the in the building of the developmental center, people were dying. Things the same thing that was happening to this kid. But the best thing was was that in the end, the guy tries to stop the mass production of it because he realizes, oh my god, the game's cursed. There's a haunt. There's a haunting cartridge right. of it. They, the thing is, they they mass produce it, and he's trying to stop it. And similar to the Halloween three ending. The game was going to get shipped out, and it was going to be opening day. He was going to call, try to call up all of these stores, be like, "No, you can't sell, you can't sell." And people, and the last shot was going to be people turning on the game, and <laughs> and the same thing happening again, like the lights starting to flicker, and it says, "Oh, you shouldn't have done that," stuff like that. So that was going to be ending. It was like, "Oh my God, it's out there! It's yeah, really." And leave, leave. That's a good idea. Yeah, and that's what the idea was, and I'm sure somebody's going to steal it now, but um. Because I said it live on the podcast. And we take idea. our bids currently at $5 million. I, I had that idea on the stories. Um, I want to do this cryptozoology thing. So I might I might just remake it as like a seven-minute short. Gotcha. For what, when we do uh, our, our, our web series that we're developing. You'll hear more about that soon. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, um that's, that's pretty much it on my end, Jerry. You have any uh, questions before we get into the uh, watch-along or... Watch every single one of our movies. You will be the biggest fan of them, says nobody ever except me. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. Quick break for our sponsors, for Da Piera. Da Piera. And then, uh, and then we will be back to with the watch along. Lovely. This episode of Collective Podcasting is sponsored by Da Piera. They're on 1970 Victory Boulevard. You like Italian cooking? Absolutely. Well, this is authentic Southern Italian cooking. They have a chef directly from Italy, which is in the city. Um, great Italian food. They have they have pizza. They have um, uh, sandwiches. Authentic, real authentic Italian food. Ate there last week. Really great. I suggest everybody go and uh, tell them the Caputo Collective sent you. Watch along? Oh, it's going to be a good watch along for us. Yeah, we're going to watch Mind Vision 2013 from Caputo Collective. Here we go. I just want to say real quick that um, this might be split up into two videos. One might be the podcast, you know, one might actually be Mind Vision, but unsure if it'll be able to because there is a song on here that's copywritten so like I'll just put the link below so you can watch it you can listen to this at the same time and buy their new album at oh yeah well okay so Glenn he's looking around I miss this place a lot because I oh yeah it did close right yeah there's me oh you looking good do you have anything older oh terrible oh that facial hair was sexy what about that John Lennon sunglasses 
Imagine all this. of the Why feedback. <laughs> I only had one owner. Oh yeah, me and my terrible actor. Look at my hair. What do you mean terrible face? Chris, this is what a real actor you does. Want it? Have terrible yeah, hair. Have to have it. It's perfect for my review. Okay. Oh, here I about ten bucks. Five bucks. Okay. I'd give you twenty. So you could get yourself a haircut. Yeah, see this some copyright and stuff like you heard like the Majora's mask laugh from Right. Nothing uh must have been the win. Have a nice day, son. Gotta say the camera angles were pretty good there. Mind vision. Mind vision. Oh, by the way, the sequel would have been um, Mind Vision Rebooted or Mind Vision Reloaded. It would have been the name if we were to do another one. Gotcha. Yeah. So there's, there's the lovely Tyson's apartment. There's Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Looking like he's about to strike one. By the way, I had to really like move the apartment around because he had like butterflies. I was gonna say you did a good job on that. Right? I say return it. It's a piece of shit. By the way, it is a real video game cartridge. Just don't come crying to me when it doesn't Because I've never played it. It's supposed to be one of those like multi multi game cartridges that's like more than one game on it. I thought we could have reviewed it together. He's all upset. Got a nice couch to sit on. Oh, yeah. This is not the actual game footage. Wait, what? Really? Oh, no, this is not the actual game wow. footage. Wow. Uh, we, we found this off of a... Uh, funny story about that was House was laughing so much because it was just a random video game with, like, Japanese music. And yeah. He, he couldn't he couldn't get his mind around it. He hey, was laughing so John. hard. Uh, this week's review is for Mind Vision. And, uh, and that's my camera. Retro I think it might have been the Retro on 3, not the 4. Yeah, th this was the scene that might... That house couldn't stop laughing at. Because he was like, what the hell? It is a pretty random game. Yeah. <sighs> this file must be corrupt. Oh, great. Ooh, what's he gonna find? This was day two, I think. I think I was sleeping back there. Oh, yeah. That was my cousin running, running across. Funny thing is, is she had to do a report later that year, and she used the uh, the movie. Did she really? She did, yeah. Aww. It's so good because like she's all like, oh, all my friends, like, oh my god, your cousin's a real filmmaker. Oh my god, what awards did he win? And I and I we hadn't won that award yet. Seriously? Right. So she was yeah. like, he hasn't won anything yet. Next thing you'll tell yeah, this me is scene that I was your talking about with the tried uh, to eat your hand or that your shower was leaking. Yes. Cultural okay, I'm serious. Pink slime this is in Ghostbusters. There was something there that right behind me. Went out. Is your imagination playing tricks on you? I had stopped watching all those horror movies in your collection. Messing with your head. There was something. John looks like an exquisite Target employee. He's like the manager of khakis. I know Glenn just got at this point just got a job at Apple. Oh, and that was definitely perking up some stuff for you. Oh yeah, I was like, damn it, getting a job. But the rent is due soon, and if we don't get a review out on something. And we could get kicked out. And since you decide to waste your money, this will have to do. I don't even think YouTube had monetization that back then. No, I, so I don't like, think that was so like yeah, 2016. So I, 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 I was like ahead of my time here. I was like, yeah, we're getting paid paid to do YouTube reviews. Yeah. If anybody knows, and just comment below, tell, tell me I'm wrong if anything. As you can see, he generally gets more crazier, like his hair gets more crazier as Sorry, the film gets along. Sorry, I have to file. Just grow his hair out. What the hell? It's a nice what effect. What the hell? Yeah, okay, so yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so uh... Okay, fine, yes. Okay, fine. Yes, I do want to play do not a real game. Stupid game. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm starting to see now why, like, well, you gotta start out somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the scene where she was supposed to come out of the television, like, a lot more elaborate. Effectively. Yeah. She just stood there, like, trying to grab him. Zoinks. Game's so scary, John. You know what's scary about this game? It is worse than Action 52. Action 52 is a real okay, game. I'm not reviewing this oh, game. Oh, really? It is, it's a terrible game. There's only one There's only one playable game on it. I play it on your podcast. You yeah. fell asleep, so, right? It's so Cheetah Men. Which, uh, don't do anything tonight. Go to bed early. I'm not What should I tell you about these pranks, John? They are not pranks. No, no, no. How are we supposed to compete with those other review sites, let alone pay the rent if you keep on complaining about fake games that are trying to kill you? I don't know. Another one of my stupid quirks. Bite your nails! Like, no. I'm looking out for you, okay? So... I respect the plain shirts, by the way. Oh, yeah, I told him no, um... No band shirts. No, no band shirts. Yeah, Jerry, no band shirts. Don't yell at me. Inside joke. Don't forget to get some sleep. Yeah, yeah. Would you like me to tuck you in? Relax. Relax, you're so uptight. I don't know. Oh, yeah, there was another scene that we were supposed to shoot in the hallway of him walking back to the apartment in the hallway. You, you'll see in, the, in a little bit. While all this stuff was going on. So oh, see, wow. Like, see, he forgot his bag. Yeah. He hears a noise, he looks up, he sees the bag. Oh, shit, he forgot his bag. And then he goes to grip the bag, the lights go out. You see your silhouette of a girl behind her. Oh, yep. You can see the light in the, uh, in the, the, the light. Oh, really? On the TV, yeah. And this scene was supposed to, like, how I this told was, him, This is my favorite scene. Yeah, how, how I directed him was that I said to him, was to take something from your childhood that really scared the shit out of you. Yeah. And use that as your motivation. This has gone too far. It is not fun. This isn't some prank, Mike! I'm gonna sell. I'm. I'm returning this game, and, and even if I can't, I'll sell it back or or, or burn it or something. I can't do it. Do whatever okay? you want, okay? I am sick. And then you can see like everything's starting to fall apart. Like the Zelda this week, sign was crooked. Even the angles, by the way, it's yeah, filmed. Yeah, like I like Dutch angles. Dutch, Dutch angles are good for um, conveying uh, antagonistic uncomfortableness. Right. Dutch angles are like crooked. And there's house, there's our DP. I love how you two wore, wore like the glasses and stuff. No, Was we that were planned? Actually, we were actually wearing the same shirt that day. The really? exact same shirt. That that that's what that's what's funny about and we didn't even plan it out. That's what's funny about it. What? The guy says the guy never worked here, I don't know what you're talking about. Tried to sell it back, he bought two bucks, he just wanted it. He just wanted to sell it. He was just gonna right. donate it. Can you buy this game back from me? Do you have a receipt? I would then I can't do anything for you. Sorry. Why not? Look at the game. Oh. Oh. I can't sell this back to His hair's uh pretty sexy too. Yeah, this was when uh <laughs> it was the day after his stomach issues. He was hunched Thank over you. and dead too. You can kinda of see it in the yeah. way he's expressing it. Yeah. Did you say something? No. He thought he heard something. And then the jump cuts here are supposed to be like... Mike? Mike? Stress, make you feel very uncomfortable. It's been a while since I've seen this. Yeah. That's, that's the real phone. That's his real phone ring. Yeah. It's not like a fake phone. Because the phone is so loud. I think I called him. Hello, Mike? Wait, you're not Mike. No, I'm not Mike. <laughs> I'm not Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the game magazine. 
if the the timing if it was done a little bit better, that would have been. Oh built. yeah, yeah, of course. John. So now you don't know. John. So now the one question is, who left the note? Yeah. Who wrote the note? Had emergency out of town, played the game. Who wrote the note? That's the question. Oh. And then there was supposed to be another scene after this, which of course wasn't shot, and we weren't going to go back to shoot because. Just with like we time, have, we didn't have any money left, and we we were working on um, Black Sun and stuff. But yeah, and of course this. I actually learned to like this better, yeah. like with the ending. This this music is not ours. This was a placeholder. This was from Halloween Three, which is why I don't know if you guys are gonna see it. I might just have to turn the music off on the video. I might just have to mute it and then come in. So you might not hear a little bit of the movie couple of times. Like, in the beginning of the movie. Gotcha. Yeah, so that's the movie. Real quick, I just want to say, like, um, this was my first film after film school without a net. So film school, you had a net of, like, overseas. This one was yeah. just, like, we just jumped into the ocean and see... To see what happens. What, what, what? Hey! And the commercial break goes to... Oh, no, hey. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, this was our first film out of film school. To see like what we would do, how if we were able to do a film, and we did. So yeah, we did it. So that was tales from the filmmaker's mind vision. Jerry, have any final notes before we uh, before we leave? I thought this was a pretty good throwback to see how we've really come a long way as far as filmmakers. You know, my producing skills are still at a oh, lovely yeah. solid level. So, so and I'm gonna get even more Dunkin' Donuts for you. So Jerry, so here's a question. So the next time we do tales from the filmmakers, should we do? Um, should we do the pre-film school films? As in, like, Galaxy Wars and Black Sun 1 we, and Black Sun 2? Guys, I want a petition on change.org for Galaxy Wars, and we have to get at least 1,000 votes for or, Galaxy Wars right. for this to happen. So, so he, he, here's the poll, Jerry. Pre-film school films, which includes uh, five minutes of my Halloween uh, fan film, uh, Black Sun 1 and 2, yes, there was another movie called Black Sun. It just took the name. You know, Black Sun 4 was for, first. Um, yeah. And uh, Galaxy Wars. That's one. Or my or the film school films. My my films, which include... The one with Lou is pretty which good. Which I think it's Concrete Shoes. It's... Um, I love Concrete Shoes. Morning Days. And my thesis film, which was Lost in Staten Island. And I think one or two other ones, if I can find them. Like, they're on a hard drive. Or, well, we could do the music videos. That could be Tales from the Filmmakers. You know what? Yeah. Let's have a goal on air, and we're going to see how well we could do this. Let's try to get G. Smalls on one of our episodes. Well, yeah, we'll get G. Smalls on the podcast. Yeah. And we'll have him. To, we'll talk to him, and we'll watch the music videos, and he could be like, yeah, bro. Yeah. He'll give us advice about the MTA. Oh, yeah. He's the man. Yeah, he, he's awesome. I, I love G. Smalls. Um, yeah. Also, we could talk about how uh, I almost died. On a couple of days after shooting from me to you. I almost died in real life. But yeah. Um, so that is it. So, uh, Jerry, let's... Uh, you have... Well, at the time at the time we do this, it's going to... At the time it drops, it's going to be like August 4th, I think. So, so let's we, promote it. So do we still... Do you, you still have your... your uh, restaurant crawl, you mean? Your restaurant crawl. Okay, so restaurant crawl is going to be from August 8th to August 10th on Staten Island. Four restaurants in three days. We have Da Piera, one of our sponsors. We have Miller's Ale House. We have Jimmy Max, and we have Pop Shop. It's going to help give summer back to over 100 kids suffering from cancer and their siblings for six weeks free of charge to go to Sunrise Day Camp of Staten Island. Definitely support if you can, and we truly appreciate anybody who does. Yeah, and follow us on Facebook at Caputo Collective Productions. Also, the Collective Podcast on Facebook. Uh, Twitter is Caputo Collective. Um, on YouTube, we're on Caputo Productions, but there's another Caputo Productions on there, so if you see the Caputo Collective logo, click on that. That's, that's us. That's the sexy one. Uh, subscribe, hit that little bell to, uh, find out where all of our videos are. We have the podcast. All of my films are on there. All of the music videos are on there. We have Collective Gaming. Straight out of archives. Collective Gaming, and we have, uh, first reactions to the trailers that were coming out at San Diego Comic Con this year. Bunch of more stuff is going to drop. A lot of stuff. Behind the scenes stuff is going to happen. Um, for when we start doing uh, 
our fee, our film that's popping up. That if our film hopefully will, hopefully I don't I want to. Chris might kill me, but I'm not going plastic. I get, well here, knock on wood, knock on where the we wood. should. We'll have a trailer hopefully by uh, October. In October, which it's like four months away, but I'll do it anyway. We'll definitely we're gonna have Chris Marcianti on. Uh, so him and me can rant about Halloween for an hour, <laughs> while Jerry just sits there and just looks at us like we have six heads and smile. Uh, we're gonna see. We're definitely gonna see. I don't know um, when it's when they're announcing something with that normal attraction, but around when they start announcing their their release dates for everything for the public, we'll definitely have Mike Levy on from Fuzz on the Lens. Mike get all of them on. They're they're going to be arguing over who gets to share the mic. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, it'll be it'll be Mike, it'll be Jason, it'll be Steven. All all three of them get to fight on. Uh, Our five see. fans on uh, online have a lot of homework to do to see yeah, what they can we'll, have us do. We'll talk about their Halloween movie. We'll talk about uh, Operation. We'll talk about uh, I think it was Bottle Rocket. No, no, smoking a bottle. And we'll talk about uh, normal attraction, all their upcoming stuff, future films. Um, all that good stuff that might be September. Not sure. We'll figure it out. The schedule is amazing. But uh, yeah. So thanks everybody for uh, listening to the podcast. And uh, I love all of you. Say bye, Jerry. Bye, Joe Volante. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Uh, we and another have, five minutes go on. We were supposed to have Joe on, but uh, next time we have Joe, but we're all out of time. We'll have you on next time. Love you. <laughs>